Welcome to our Cross Country Healthcare Monthly Podcast. I'm Stacey Burke, your host and Senior Vice President of Operations at Cross Country Workforce Solutions Group. This podcast is offered to help the leaders of healthcare systems have a pulse and stay up to date on the latest solutions, tools, and resources available that enable you to continue to provide exceptional patient care. Our business offers a market-leading workforce, tech-enabled digital platform, staffing and recruitment solutions, and we have 36 years of industry experience. In today's podcast, we will be discussing Aging in Place, a new study by Cross Country Workforce Solutions Group that shows 70% of respondents aged 50 to 79 years old would prefer at-home care as they age. However, four out of five respondents have no awareness of existing managed at-home care programs, such as PACE, programs of all-inclusive care for the elderly, and LIFE, living independence for the elderly. November is National Home Care and Hospice Month, as well as National Family Caregiver Month, so there's no better time to talk about the importance of home care for the elderly. I'm excited to welcome our three guest speakers, Pamela Young, President, Cross Country Workforce Solutions Group, Jasmine Moreno, Vice President, Home Care Operations, Cross Country Workforce Solutions Group, and Dina Harpam, Regional Vice President, Implementation and Program Management, Cross Country Workforce Solutions Group. So Pamela, why is this study so important? You know, the American healthcare system is facing a crisis. We have a significant aging population combined with an increase of seniors living with multiple chronic diseases. Medicare enrollment is expected to increase from 66 million seniors to 78 million by 2030. So with 85% of older adults having at least one chronic condition, such as heart disease, cancer, and diabetes, hospitals and health systems will experience unprecedented challenges in delivering quality care and uh, reducing costs, that's really critical. And they're requiring a new approach to keep seniors healthy and avoid costly emergency visits. In addition, by 2030, 21% of the American population will be at retirement age when more and more people prefer to age at home versus um, nursing homes and other institutional care. As our study shows, 70% of respondents would prefer to continue to age in place at home with support. So Dina, why should health systems be focusing their attention on keeping seniors at home? Oh, Stacey, that's a great question. I think that uh, COVID taught us all quite a bit, right? I mean, we all saw what was happening. And um, when we can keep our patients at home and treated in a home-based setting, they're going to be less likely to you know, be interacting with other people that are sick. And, um, you know, we're going to be able to keep them healthier. Um, we've also found that people that are able to be uh, at home for treatment as they're aging, they're significantly less likely to be admitted to the hospital or readmitted to a hospital. You know, um, they're not ending up in the ER visits. They're not ending up um, becoming a burden on the hospital setting for patient caregivers. You know, the, the folks that are working in the hospitals are overworked. Um, and so when we can keep our folks at home and help them at home, keeping them healthy and safe, um, they're gonna have better health outcomes. It's gonna be so much more cost-effective for the entire health system as we see it today, but what it needs to move into in the future. 
And I'd like to just add something there, Dina, as well. Um, studies have shown that patients are more comfortable in their own home environment. So what that means is they're able to get around easier in their own homes. They're more motivated to get out of bed within their home environment and around their homes. Um, so it really does encourage and promote um, better health, those better health outcomes that we're talking about here, because they're already in, a, in an environment that they're comfortable in. Yeah, Jasmine, you're so right. I'm dealing with that right now in my own personal life with, with my mother living it with me. Well, and I would think Jasmine, not only in the home, but in their community as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because they can go outside, they can take a quick walk. And these are things that patients, you know, participants, they're not doing within the hospital setting. So yeah, it's completely different um, when they're able to stay within their home environment. So Jasmine, what is CCWSG's role in helping with in-home care? Great question. So CCWSG works with many health systems nationwide that provide PACE programs to the communities that they serve. And one of the service offerings that PACE has is in-home care. And that's kind of where we come in. You know, we find qualified, caring individuals that provide non-medical in-home care services for the elderly. Um, we also provide clinical and non-clinical staffing and we provide assistance for IDT teams within the PACE programs as well. So that means therapists, nurses, even doctors that we can staff to those PACE programs that can help and assist uh, the elderly participants to stay at home and within their communities. Jasmine, you mentioned um, non-medical in-home care workers. So what types of services do these caregivers provide to seniors in their home? Gosh, the services really run the gamut. Um, you know, we provide personal care um, such as dressing and grooming, um, you know, bathing services, toileting if needed, light housekeeping. Uh, the caregivers, you know, do chores for their participants. They assist with activities that are more difficult for elderly people, like grocery shopping, um, meal preparation medication reminders, which is extremely important as people get older. Um, caregivers are also able to report health issues and concerns, and they're able to report those directly back to the IDT programs and the PACE um, professionals that are assisting them on a daily basis. Caregivers also provide companionship. Um, they provide dementia care and services to participants that are suffering with Alzheimer's disease. Um, these are really essential services to the elderly um, that, again, you know, going back to what we were saying before, enables them to stay living safely within their homes. You've mentioned IDT team a few times. Can you explain that a little bit more? Sure. IDT stands for interdisciplinary team, and that is an essential function with, within the PACE programs. And they consist of um, physical therapists, social workers, doctors, specialists, home care coordinators, and that all functions as a team 
as as a participant's care team to help them and and follow the participant's care throughout the duration of their participation in a PACE program. So Pamela, why is CCWSG involved with PACE? You know, I started this journey back in 2009 um, when I was dealing with my own parents' situation, and uh, both of them needed um, a higher uh, level of care uh, than I can provide. At that time, I had two young kids and, you know, was working, my husband was working, so it was really difficult to to incorporate uh, their care um, into my daily life, and I wish back then that I knew about PACE programs. Both my parents had language barriers. Uh, English was not their first language. And um, and it was important that they were in an environment where they felt comfortable. And that's the great thing about PACE. You know, people that work in the centers um, in the program, they um, they are typically multilingual. Some are, some are not. Um, but it really addresses sort of the needs of, of those seniors as they continue to age. And um, and it was just, you know, it just hit me right in the heart. I just needed to, to really, when I became involved in PACE and I learned about PACE, it was just a, a message that I felt I needed to spread um, to everybody out there. Um, the PACE centers are also really important. Not only is the in-home care aspect, but the PACE centers are important because basically seniors come in there and it's a combination of adult daycare where they can be socially engaged. You have activity coordinators that help them with drawing, painting, whatever activities are, uh, they'd like to be involved in, but they can also see a doctor, they can see a dentist, they can see, they can do PT and OT. Um, so that's sort of life in a pace center, but also when, when they get home, you know, they're lonely, they need somebody to interact with and they need a higher level of support. And, and that's what PACE does for them. Um, that's what the in-home care portion of PACE does for them. Um, it also reduces uh, family uh, caregiver burden. Um, you know, if I had somebody that came in the home and, and helped um, with my family, that would have been a huge benefit for me because again, I had small kids and uh, that's common these days. You know, you've got individuals that not only are uh, caring for the kids, but they're also caring for the parents. So so I think that um, PACE really does solve a need that's out there. And I do believe it's the future of healthcare for seniors. Um, for us, it uh, we share the same mission, which is helping seniors and underserved um, communities. Uh, I think that's a very important. And then also uh, PACE provides a high quality of life for our most vulnerable population. Now, currently, <laughs> it just blows my mind, there are 800,000 seniors waiting for placement in PACE programs. And, and that's so sad for me, um, to me, because I just, you know, the, the need is so great. And, you know, currently there's only um, 32 states that offer PACE programs. Um, and there's like 148 PACE programs uh, throughout the U.S. And um, and I just, again, I think it's just really important um, and it is the future of, um, of healthcare for our seniors. So it sounds like PACE is an all-inclusive model of care for the elderly. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. So again, they're able to um, they're able to visit um, a center during the day. They're able to become socially engaged and they're also able to take advantage of all and every type of medical service they need. What you just shared too, Pam, was that the helping the seniors in the undeserved and um, the poor communities. I mean, to me, that is such a big deal. Um, knowing that these folks are treated the same as you know everybody else, people that have the insurance or not, 
they're going to get the same care and they're going to get the same support that, you know, and, and many of those folks are alone. They're completely alone. And so what a life-saving uh, program that PACE offers for the, the underserved. I absolutely agree. It's just critical. And we really need to expand PACE um, throughout, throughout the country. It is critically important that we inform everyone about the benefits of PACE and the impact PACE has had and will continue to have on our elder community. I've always said that PACE is the best kept secret around. Well, it shouldn't be. We need to reach out to our local politicians and educate them on PACE's impact on our elder community. Every state needs a PACE program. I mentioned it earlier, but currently we have 148 PACE programs that are operating in 32 states. Some states that are huge have one program um, and it service, services just a small population. So it's really, really important that, um, that people understand the benefits and the impact that, that PACE has on our senior community. Um, whether we like it or not, we are getting older as a society. I know it's difficult for all of us to embrace aging, but we are getting older. The benefits of aging in place and staying in our home safely for as long as possible leads to a longer and healthier life. All studies point in that direction. I also want to take this opportunity to thank our team. I'm so grateful to work for a group of women and men that care so much about PACE's mission and the population PACE services. Our focus is to care for the most vulnerable seniors in underserved communities. I also want to thank Cross Country's leadership for embracing and supporting the work we do. Thank you, Stacey. Well, thank you, Pamela, Jasmine, and Dina. Um, and to our listeners, thanks for joining us today as well. We'll talk again soon. But in the meantime, if you have questions, you can reach us at crosscountry.com. If you have questions regarding in-home healthcare services, call us at 833 833- 453-PACE, P-A-C-E. To get a copy of the Aging in Place study, visit aginginplacestudy.com. Thank you.